All right, welcome to the show, Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Eber, in for Chelsea Messenger. And well, as always, we've got a massive show for you today, including our very popular and patented college football rapid fire with Tony Tellers and Craig Trapp. So that'll be the last segment you want to make sure you stay tuned for that. As always, you can find this show not only on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and the American Forces Network. If you're serving in our armed forces, you can listen to us on the American Forces Network. Uh, but we are also streaming live on YouTube. Uh, we are streaming on Twitter and Facebook, all the social media. So put it down the videos of dogs playing the harmonica and watch a little Picks and Parlays radio and make yourself a small fortune. That's how it works. Coming up. We got Chip Chirimbus with uh, Rays and Astros. Uh, the, we're going to uh, clear out these uh, uh, series uh, with the Rays and Astros. We got Hawaii at Boise for some college football. Also Utah at Oregon. Then we're going to do some NFL picks for you with uh, Sean Higgs, Lions at Packers, Texans at Chiefs, and Cowboys at Jets. And then of course we have seven college football games for your edification in our very last segment. Look, we'd love to hear from you during the show. That's how it works. That's how it works best. And you can comment uh, any way you want on any of our social media, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and we'll endeavor to answer your questions or read your comments out during the show. If you'd like to give us a call in the studio, you can do that as well. Once again, the call is free, giving you that extra money in your pocket to make just that extra bet that maybe you wouldn't. The free call is at 800-878-7529. That's 800-878-PLAY if you don't want to bother figuring out what uh, play is on the dial pad. It's 75. Two, nine. Uh, those are the topics on the table today. And of course, we'll be joined by our expert handicappers throughout the show, pointing you in the right direction and giving you some of those free picks that you're looking for. And if you want to find more free picks, well, you can find loads of them on our website at picksandparlays.net. Uh, we've got loads of free picks from all of our star stable of handicappers. And when you're ready, uh, you can kick it up a notch and go for the expert picks. All right, as I mentioned, coming up, we're going to kick it off with some Major League Baseball, then some college football with uh, the superstar right now in terms of uh, uh, wins. Mr. Chip Chirimbus will be joining us after the break. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after this. All right. Welcome back to the show. Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm Nick Gieber, your host in for Chelsea Messenger. By the way, find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber. That is, uh, unsurprisingly, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. I'm joined in studio by our star handicapper. Right now, I want to say he is sixth straight in Major League Baseball, Mr. Chip Chirimbus. Chip, uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. You know, big games are on the line, and uh, that's what I'm known for, coming up in, in big, crucial situations. And there's none bigger than Game 5 of a five-game set, and there's none bigger than the seventh game of a World Series. Today... We got an elimination game. It's the Orange Juice Series. It is, yeah. <laughs> isn't it? We've got uh, yes, it is the Minute Maid Park and yep. Tropicana. So uh, field. So Tampa Bay is going to send um, who's made two big wins. We had him yesterday as a big win right here. Um, Tyler Glass now is getting a start for them. And you know, he was four and zero in postseason play. Nick with an 0.55 ERA. Even though he started the game one against Houston, he went four solid innings, gave up a walk, and then a home run to Altuve. And they yanked them out of there. So um, that they didn't score any runs that day because Kermit Cole was on the mound. Kermit Cole struck out 15. Well, one is green, the other is not. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I guess 
<laughs> he's a Bruin, or his former Bruin. Anyway, 15 Ks, only four hits and seven and two-thirds. Very, very dominating. 12 and two at home. But, Nick, the price of this game, the price of this game is just getting off the charts. It's almost three to one to the point where now you're getting true odds because this Houston Astro team has won. 62 of the last 83 at home that's 75 yeah. percent and that's exactly what the ratio you're getting from this game tonight so um it's pretty tough i, I tampa needs to win one more game to have 50 wins on the road mm -hmm. and once they have 50 wins on the road they'll have 50 at home and they will have won 100 games on the season maybe numerically it just comes out because they are 15 games over 500 on the road so I give them a, a puncher's chance here, Nick. I think they got a chance. It's, it's only nine innings. It's one game. Yep. They didn't come out and, uh, oh, like you oh, said, ten innings. Oh, 12 innings. Whatever, right? I mean, come on. We can and we, we said can yesterday that stuff happens. Yes. And you saw it happen. Bueller was cruising along fine in the St. Louis game. And you decided that to take that day off. Yeah. <laughs> St. Louis was up before I even got home. I right. tried to call you, yeah. and the game was over. It was in the first inning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, listen, some interesting uh, stats. Uh, Tyler Glasnow struck out 76 batters. In 60 innings, that's actually uh, a great a, ratio. That's, that's a really good ratio. Also, you know, if we're looking at um, what are the total runs on this one, by the way? I have I a, it says eight, right? Uh, no, I think it's lower than that. I think it's, it's seven and a half, uh, at least. And, and the fact that in some places even had it seven and you had to lay money made me think that in order to win the under, yeah, you, if someone scores four runs, it's going to have to be four two, and no one can score more than that for the play to stay under. So I think they're really begging you to play the over. Is well, what I'm interestingly, saying. I mean, the uh, under is four and one in Glasnow's last five road starts, and it's also four and one in Cole's last five starts and overall. So a couple little stats there pointing towards Nick, the under. Anytime you've got Cole on the mound, I mean, an under looks like a consideration. I mean, yeah. he won 20 games yep. this year, and there's a good reason for it. The problem with it is that Houston's bats are so alive, and they're so powerful, and they're, they have been the most dominant team in baseball the entire season. They can put up runs easily, so he can pitch a shutout, and you can still lose the total as they might win eight nothing. But like Nick said, this Tyler Glasnow has been very effective on the road, four zero, and he is a strikeout artist as well. I think this game has a chance, a real good chance, to stay under the total. Nick, look for a three two, you know, two okay. one type game, four one, something along those lines. So you're taking the what's the price in the under right now? Well, the, I saw seven and a half. I would play. You yeah. said it was eight. I would yeah, play. Yeah. I would play under, under as it right. is, okay. and because of that early seven I saw which makes me think they really think the pitchers are going to dominate here. Okay. All right, sounds good. Let's move to some college football, right. shall we? Um, we're going to do Hawaii, Boise State, and Utah, at Oregon State. We've got uh, Pac-12 and a Mountain West matchup. Uh, we, what, what do you want to start with? you want to start with Hawaii or Boise okay, State? Okay, let's do that. That's a, we're in a Mountain West. Oh, we're out here. Why not? Yeah, I mean, Boise State, they're 5-0 coming off a 38 But they, I understand they really don't even play football west of the Mississippi unless you happen to get to Austin. But Well, they don't play my sort of football. But yeah, that's for sure. But Boise, 5-0 coming off a 38-13 round against UNLV. That's Hank Bachmeyer as the quarterback there. Right. And Hawaii, 4-1. Uh, they beat down Nevada, so both the no, excuse me the Nevada teams uh, got absolutely spanked last time out by both of these teams. Uh, Cole McDonald, the quarterback for Hawaii. Uh, total points I saw on this one was 60 and a half. Yeah. I mean, my goodness, Chip, there's going to be more scoring than Robert Kraft at a massage convention. <laughs> well, I would imagine so with the kind of numbers they've been putting up of uh, both these clubs. Like you said, Cole McDonald's thrown for 1,629 yards in five games. He's averaging over 300 yards, obviously, with 12 
excuse me, 17 touchdown passes. You know, they opened the season with a big win at home, and people weren't expecting much. Missouri went in there, and they really pounded that team. I think that um, Hawaii has a lot of potential to score. 54 they hung on the Wolfpack last week against the University of Nevada. Meanwhile, Boise was sleepwalking through a game against UNLV, and they just um, they did cover a 24-and-a-half point number. They won 38-13. And the funny thing about that game, um, Nick, is that Boise gave up a touchdown with a minute and 39 seconds to go, and 17 seconds later they came back and scored yeah. for the cover. So anybody that, broke, uh, that had the Rebels was heartbroken. But, you know, Boise at home, has really struggled. I mean, they're 6-2-1 and one at home in the last nine. And Hawaii on the road has not been known as one of the better plays, Nick. When they, they take go to the mainland, they've always struggled. They're 16-37 and 37 away from the mainland in really? the last 52. Wow. That's against that the point. So, you know, yeah. they, they have their problems. But we can get through this here with the two great quarterbacks, an efficient offense on, on Boise, and an offense on Hawaii that has proven they can score against anybody. Wow. And that game where they opened the season with 50 yeah. points, they had six turnovers, and they still scored 50 points. I think Hawaii and Boise, you said it was a really high number, number at 60 and a half. Yeah, that's what I and see here. If it's 28, 21 at the half, you won't be thinking so much about that. No. <laughs> but the question of the number one question you have to ask about Hawaii and their quarterback is, does he? Does he? Does he? Well, Cole McDonald. Does he own a farm? Okay, oh, never mind. Let's move on to the next yeah, I'm one. I'm telling you, this is like All right. over my head. Pac-12. Let's go to the Pac-12. <laughs> Utah at Oregon State. Another game with a rather high collection of points on this one at 59 and a half. Uh, Utah 4 and 1. Last win was over Washington State. Another 38 to 13 score. We've been having a lot of those. And Oregon State coming off a win against, uh, oh no, against my UCLA Bruins. Ah, but... Um, Interestingly enough, Oregon State have scored 28 or more in five straight Yes, outings. they have, but they're, they're yeah. getting off. I mean, they'll be playing the UCLA Bruins, but they're more like the little Cubs nowadays, the way the Bruins you play. Know, do you so want to, do you want to do this again? Do you <laughs> want me to continue <laughs> to tell people you're a superstar? Well, you're right about the scoring 28 or more in the last five games, and that really, um, they are 4-1 and one against the points this year, the Beavers are, because they're able to put points on the board. They have been perennially known as the bottom feeder in this Pac-12. Utah, again, is probably going to emerge with Washington as one of the top mm. teams in the conference. They're 4-1 both straight up and against the numbers. Losing the game at BYU where we had the Cougars, took the points, and won that one big. Pac-12 is going to struggle. The Pac-12 does not have the type of team that can come in like if Oregon had beaten Auburn. It would give everyone else in the conference credibility. But they just don't have it. They're going to come in here a 14-point favorite against Oregon State, who's much improved. And, you know, Oregon State has covered four of the last five against mm. this team, Nick. And the only time Utah covered was a one-and-a-half-point favorite at Oregon State, and they won that game in overtime. So, in regulation, the last five times they played, they haven't gotten the money against the Oregon State here. I think the Beavers are to side with the plus points at home. Well, I was actually looking. It's plus 380 on the money line, actually, if you want to take Oregon State. And, you know, if you like a little gamble, if you like a little gamble, forget the Listen, points for a minute. You guys gamble. Come on, I'll just give you the on. winner. You'll give me the winner. All right. And, of course, uh, Chip certainly does it. Chip wins uh, a lot. Yeah, we do. We, we, baseball, sixth straight game of the year. Tell us yeah. about the game of the year. Well, Chip. you know, on picks and parlays this year, I was, I was the leader almost the entire season, and then, you know, you, you can't go perfect every day. So right. you, you hit your little lull, and now we're back in the screw, we're back in the groove, shall I say, and everyone log on for the rest of the season because we have nothing but winners out there because, Nick, the big games and the big money are on the line, and I'm known as the big game player. So go to picksandparlays.net, get the full 30-day package, and includes the game of the year, which we have this weekend, mm -hmm. and we won the game of the year last week. 
15 and 2 in the last 17, Nick, so we're ready to roll. Well, if you missed any of Chip's picks in this segment, don't worry. The last segment of the show, I'll recap all the picks from all of our expert handicappers uh, during the show. So if you uh, uh, were going, ah, what, left my pen, dropped my pen. Well, well, I have one. All right, well, we're going to step aside, take a break. When we come back, let's talk some (laughs) NFL football with Sean Higgs. Uh, You're not going to want to miss this one. In the meantime, check us out on the web, picksandparlays.net. We'll be back in three minutes. You stay with us. Welcome back to the show, live from Las Vegas. This is picksandparlays.net. I'm your host, Nick Gieber, in for Chelsea Messenger. And, well, we had a great segment last time out with Chip Chirimbus talking about baseball and some college football. But now it's time to turn our attention to the NFL side of the game. And joining us from New Jersey is not Bruce Springsteen, Sadly, it's actually Sean Higgs. But since it's NFL season, Sean, I'm rebranding you Deshaun Higgs. Nice. I like it. I like it. Call, call me whatever you want, Nick. Just don't call me late for dinner, okay? Well, how about winner? <laughs> yeah, that's call me winner because we got a couple of them lined up for this segment. So Yeah, we do indeed. Let's, right into um, let's start off, shall we, with the Monday night game. It's uh, Detroit at Green Bay. The Packers 4-1, uh, coming off a win in Dallas. The Lions 2-1-1. and one. Uh, They lost to the Chiefs last time out, 34-30. Although I have to say, didn't look all that bad in that loss. Uh, how do you see this one? Well, you know, this line's come down, opened up at 6, 6.5 in some spots, now down to 4. And that tells us we got some uh, money line money in play here on Detroit. I like them with the points. Won't be shocked at an outright win here. Let's be honest. Green Bay, you, you beat a bad Chicago team to start the year. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the Bears look terrible. They just lost in London uh, the Raiders. How good is that team? You come home, you, you beat Minnesota on a interception. Could have been a loser there. You beat Denver, who's, well, I'll give you the Denver win. Philly at home carves you up. Dallas, you get four turnovers. That helps the cause. But other than that, Dallas is marching up and down the field. And now you're playing Matt uh, Stafford, or call him Stat- Stafford, because he just loves to put up meaningless numbers. I'm getting that team who I think could easily be 4-0. They, they blew a game in Arizona. They blew the game against Kansas City. Uh, I have the Packers, what, 4-1? and They could easily be 1-4. and Everybody loves Aaron Rodgers. I get it. Devontae Adams, if he's there, could be a problem for us. But this Detroit team's pretty tough. As I said, you know, th- they... Had some bad play calling down the stretch in Arizona, cost them a win there. And the Kansas City game, they had that, that's, that should have been a win for them. They just uh, fell apart there. So, listen, you got a week off to prep for Green Bay, division rival, who's off he, two big games against uh, Philly and Dallas. Now you're coming to play Detroit. I don't know. I like the, I like the Lions here. I like the Lions outright. You like the Lions outright on this game. The Lions are one and four against the spread in their last five versus the NFC North. The under is five and one in the Lions' last six games following a bye week. So that's an interesting stat, Sean. But uh, you think this is going to be a particularly high-scoring game? Uh, yeah, I think because uh, listen, Packers, you got a little revenge. Thirty-one nothing win last year for Detroit. Detroit's actually, I think, won three straight in the series now. But you're going to see some points because, listen, this Green Bay defense, you've seen them give up yardage and touchdowns to decent quarterbacks. And, listen, Matty over here in Detroit, he might not get all the accolades, but the guy puts up numbers. He's finally got a running back. He's got wide receiver and tight end options around him to spread the ball around. 
and this Packer defense maybe get a little pressure on them. I don't know. I, I like the Detroit team. You got extra rest. I think they've listen. People were all on the Bears and Minnesota and Green Bay. No one's talking about Detroit, and here they are again. Two bad play calling decisions away from being four and zero. I like them. I like them a lot. And Green Bay, I was a little down on. I'm thinking, eh, I get it. He's Aaron Rodgers. That that's what this team is. It's Aaron Rodgers. That's it. I don't know. Forget that. I'm going team Detroit. I I'm high on Detroit. Okay, maybe a little biased, but from what I've seen, you you add all the Packer stuff up, and I don't think they look that good. I mean, you right. get, I get it. To, to win games, you need a couple breaks and you get a couple turnovers. So you, give me the Lions here. I mean, so and, you're and souring the on the Packers, Lions. the Lions coming yes. into the ascendancy. So you're going to take the Lions on that on this one. So, all well, right, uh, Deshaun. It's gone from six to four. It's gone from six to four. So other people are thinking just like me here. Yeah, it's down from six to four. It has moved. So all right, Deshaun, let's take the next one, shall we? Uh, Texans <laughs> at Chiefs. Uh, Houston a three and two, coming off a win against the Falcons. Oh, wow, that was a fifty-three to thirty-two game. Uh, Deshaun Watson, the quarterback. There, your 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 namesake. Uh, and the yes, he is. Yeah, and the Chiefs four and one. We just spoke about them. They have a loss to the Colts and uh, Pat Mahomes there for the Chiefs. Ankle injury? Is he fit? What's going on there? I don't know. I think uh, maybe the. Playbook's Adam Mahomes. You've seen him struggle a little bit. You know, man-to-man -man coverage. He doesn't look as sharp as putting up his Madden-type numbers. And maybe that's something to do with it. Maybe it's a little Madden jinx here coming up to coming to, you know, trip him up a little bit. I, listen, last week they're giving double-digit points to a playoff team. Now this line's down again. Open at 7-7.5. Seven, seven We're down to half of that now at 4. Houston's a good team. Deshaun Watson's a good quarterback. You know, rookie year, guy had 19... Uh, touchdowns before he got hurt. We had like 30 last year, 26, 27 last year. He's on pace for 35 or more this season. Will Fuller would have had five touchdowns last week if he didn't get tripped up going in. I mean, this is a pretty good team. The problem is their head coach makes bonehead plays for the Texans. Hmm. I, I, I'm leaning, I'm leaning dog here. I, I like the dog. I mean, Kansas City, I'm still looking for a run game. Sammy Watkins is banged up. Maybe he'll come back to play. Shady McCoy hasn't really done much. Williams, the same thing. It's let's see what happens here. It seems like they're just letting Mahomes go out there and just chuck it and let something magical happen. I don't know. I don't think that's a recipe for success in the NFL. And do, give me the Texans. They're they're playing as good as anybody right now. Do we find out if Tyreek Hill is definitely playing or not? He's he was in practice running around a little bit, so you never know. Again, this stuff's like game time decisions a lot yeah. of the time. You know, walking to my, you know, is, is we'll that priced in? Sunday. Do you think? Well, if he was, I don't know. I mean, I think if they're both, if Watkins and Hill are both out, maybe the lines come down to three points for that, possibly. But I think that also has a lot to do with the way the Houston offense looked. I mean, we saw him open up the season against the Saints, putting up points. Uh, last week was. Uh, an insane game so that probably has some stuff to do with it you know people get that bias from what they saw the the game before kind of zones them in but uh, you're looking at uh, uh, it's not it's not a one-point line drop you're talking three points so right i don't know i, I wish well, i would have jumped on it earlier but we'll take the four here well the over has cashed in four of the texans lost five on the road uh kansas city five and two five. against the spread in its last seven versus an afc opponent 
Um, good, good advice there. Thank you, Deshaun. Let's move on to the next and final game of the segment. It's uh, Dallas uh, at uh, New York Jets. Well, New Jersey Jets. I mean, let's be Jersey. honest. But you know, we'll, the Middleland we'll, Jets. <laughs> yeah, Middleland Jets. Uh, Dallas, the Cowboys, three and two, lost two in a row though. Following, uh, following on now from the thirty-two to twenty-four loss to the Packers. The Jets are well. They're rubbish. Zero and four. Routed thirty-one to six by the Eagles on Sunday. Uh, Luke Falk is he the backup, backup of the backups, backup? I mean, what's going on with the quarterback situation at the Jets? I mean, the da- Dallas uh, heavy favorites in this one. Yeah, touchdown fade for Dallas. Again, here's another line comes down for me. It was at eight, eight and a half to start. Down to a touchdown. Maybe they think the NAR plays. Who he's up in the air right now as we're doing the show. And what are you going to have your th- your third stringer in here who hasn't thrown a touchdown pass? Luke Falk. I mean, come on. One, you're going to get a real pissed-off Cowboy team in here. Yeah. Two losses in a row. Saints, Green Bay, eight turnovers, four in each game. Uh, and what th- the thing was going into the Saints game, well, who have they played? Well, they played teams like the Jets because they were whipping your Miamis and your uh, Redskins and bad teams in the league. So here you go. You got a team in the Jets, possible third-string quarterback who's looked like a fifth-string quarterback behind a bad offensive line. Still missing guys on defense. I mean, what kind of? I mean, you got Bell. What, this guy needs a lot more playmakers than that behind him to make him look good. And, and you got to feel bad for Case coming in here as a new head coach. You got a healthy team. I think this is a playoff team. You had some good parts around on both sides of the ball, and the injury bug comes in here, and all all hell breaks loose for the Jets. But I don't know. I like Dallas. I'll lay the touchdown. I like the under 11 in uh, three the last 14 Cowboy games here on the road. Let's go Dallas in the under. Again, eight turnovers last two games for Dallas. I'm thinking this is a team that should come out and destroy just to get back on track. I mean, Dak's looking for a $30, $40 million con- a contract. Uh, you got to win some games. I don't care. Even if it's the bottom feeders, you better put some wins together if you want to get a contract like that. Yeah, that is a uh, rather juicy contract that no doubt, in fact, uh, we uh, need to find out who's negotiating his contract and bring them in here at Picks and Parlay's uh, radio so that we can get a similar contract. <laughs> Uh, we'll speak to the Huapo, who's up next, uh, Craig Trapp. All right, very quickly, we just have like a couple minutes left. Uh, let's get off the NFL for a minute. want to get your take on this Astros-Tampa uh, uh, Bay Rays uh, game, game five. Give me your thoughts very quickly. You've got about a minute. I'm taking Tampa. You got a 240, 250. I mean, it's a game five. Anything's possible. We saw it yesterday. We saw 10 runs in the first inning of the game, and then we see a grand slam in the 10th inning. Playoff baseball. Who knows what will happen? Tampa's a scrappy bunch. I mean, them and, and Oakland, through the historically, these guys, no payrolls, but yet they're in the playoffs every year. Give me Tampa. You know, they got a Houston, a lot of pressure on Houston right now. I know Cole's been great, but come on, man. Their backs are literally against the wall here. They're supposed to cakewalk through to the World Series, and now you're in an elimination game at home? I, Tampa scores your run early. You know, panic might set in there. You saw the defeat on the Dodgers. When the guy gave up a home run, Kershaw gave a home run. Same thing here. Tampa gets a, a, a lucky run or two. I, I think the life's going to be sucked out of the entire stadium. All right. Uh, Deshaun Higgs, always a pleasure. Love having you on, <laughs> by the way. If you want to get more of Sean's picks, you can get them at picksandparlays.net. There are lots of free picks. And when you're ready, you can get the expert picks there as well. Once again, go to picksandparlays.net. And follow us on our social media, by the way. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. And of course, if you missed any part of this show, 
You can catch the show on YouTube because we do live stream it if you're listening on the radio. And also our podcast, our audio podcast is uh, up pretty quickly after the show at the Believe Podcast Network. All right, coming up, we're going to do some more college football. It's our patented rapid fire with Craig Trapp and Tony Tellers. Be right back after this. All right. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays Radio. I'm Nick Gieber. Once again, my Twitter handle is, well, it's Nick Gieber, just not to make it too difficult for you. Uh, this segment is one of our favorites. It's one I enjoy doing. Going to welcome to the show uh, expert handicappers Craig Trapp and Tony Tellers. Let's do some college football rapid fire. Gentlemen, are you ready? Ready I'm as ready. ever. All right, good. Well, let's start, shall we? Let's start with uh, South Carolina at Georgia. Georgia 5-0, and young quarterback Jake from eight touchdowns, not a single interception. South Carolina 2-3 and three coming off a big win against Kentucky. Uh, I believe this is Georgia minus 24. Let's start with you, Tony. How do you see it? Yeah, I'm going to look here at the favorite here. I'm going to lay the points at 24. You can even shop around. There's some 23 and halves out there. They are coming off a nice win at Tennessee last week. But look at Georgia's defense, not allowing any opponent more than 17 this year. They held down that really good offense from Notre Dame. And uh, only 2.3 yards allowed on the ground. But you got to worry here about the Gamecocks using their freshman quarterback, Ryan Helensky, in down-and-distance situations on the road. I know you know, I know, we, we moved, moved the ball against Alabama, but that was at home, and Alabama had a really comfortable lead. But in their only road game, the Gamecocks backup completed only 43% of his passes in a 20-point loss to Missouri. Georgia's offense is pretty good, 512 yards a game. They're rushing for nearly seven yards a carry. Drake Fromm, 77% completion rate. I'm going to go ahead and lay the points here with Georgia. Uh, Craig, fire away. Well, I'm looking at the total. I'm looking at the total here. I just think uh, historically these two have played some pretty high-scoring games. In fact, five of the last six games have gone over in this head-to-head series. I just think uh, Kirby Smart's going to let this offense go a little bit as they get a big lead, and I think they're going to show off. Jake Fromm, I think, has a really big day. I, I see him going for three or four touchdowns. And, you know, I I'm just not a big fan of this Muschamp defense. They've given up some uh, kind of questionable uh Scoring opportunities this year, really, uh, from a defensive-minded coach, I'm kind of surprised. But we're going to take the over here. I think this one continues to uh, trend to that over, as we've seen in this head-to-head matchup series. All right. Uh, good stuff, guys. Let's move on to the next one, a, a game that uh, brings a little bile to the back of my throat uh, because it's USC, uh, the team I like, well, just about the least on the planet against uh, at Notre Dame. Uh, USC 3-2 and two, coming off a bye week last, uh, last week. Before that, though, it was 28-14, lost to Washington. Notre Dame 4-1, and one, routed Bowling Green 52 to nothing. Gentlemen, let's start with you. Craig, you're at it. Have at it. Well, I, I'm a Notre Dame fan by, uh, by kind of default. Went to Kathy schools my whole life. But this is one of those that I just, I really wonder. I think Notre Dame has, they've played one really good team. I guess you could say maybe Virginia would be the second one. And really, Virginia should have covered. Uh, they played way over what I thought they could against Georgia. But I just think USC has a lot of upside here. I, I like uh, Ian Book. I think he's a solid quarterback, but I don't think he's a great quarterback for Notre Dame. So I'm not going to lay double digits with him. I'm going to take USC Trojans and 10 and a half here. I think USC does just enough in a loss, but a cover here against the spread. So USC will cover, according to you, Craig Trapp. How about you, Tony Tellez? Are they going to cover or what? I'm going to butt heads here with Craig. I'm going to lay the points here with Notre Dame 10 and a half. They crushed them two years ago at home, 49-14. 
I just like Notre Dame's defense. Uh, they held Georgia down in points. It's a 23. I thought that was pretty good. Home teams at 332 yards a game. But I'm not really that impressed with this USC defense. Uh, pushed around by Washington on the road, losing by 14. I would say Notre Dame a little better offensive team than those, than those Huskies. And they lose on the road to, I'd say, about an average BYU team in overtime. You know, uh, they're giving up 175 yards rushing. We know Notre One thing I like about Notre Dame here is they're balanced. 5.2 yards on the ground. They're throwing, they're throwing for 66% completion rate, so it's balanced. Keep USC off balance defensively with Ian Book. I'm going to lay the points with the Irish. So you are laying the points with the Irish. We're going to have – you have to choose between these two great handicappers because uh, we've got conflicting opinions here, but uh, that's the way we like it. Let's move along, shall we, to the Red River Shootout, one of my favorite names for, as we would call it in Europe. It's a, a sort of a derby match here, the Red River Shootout, Oklahoma at Texas. Oklahoma 5-0, the Texans, uh, Texas 4-1. Can the Texas defense, though, can they handle Jalen Hurts? What's going on here? Let's start with you, Tony. Tony. All right. Uh, I like this game a lot, uh, Nick. But, you know, this is my best play. You get it right now over at picksandparleys.net. So check out the website for my against red winner here from Oklahoma and Texas. Oh, that's it. It's a teaser. Like it. All right, uh -huh. Craig, no teasing. Give us the action. Well, when you get double digits in a, in a what I think looks like a coin flip type game, I mean, Oklahoma has ran up the score against some some pretty bad opponents so far. Uh, Texas, you know, their their loss to LSU can't really uh, blame that. I mean, they played pretty well on offense to just uh, LSU is just on a roll right now with Joe Burrow. But I think uh, you got to take the points. Remember last year in the Red River shootout, Texas won outright as a underdog texas uh, won 48 to 45 in a shootout and then they, in the big 12 championship game they lost 39 to 27 so i think uh, you take the points here with the 16 either one of those past performances obviously we get you get the money here actually i said 16 it's actually i think 10 and a half here but um we're going to take texas and the points i think this is a much closer game than this line suggests and this is uh, 75 and a half right that's the the total yes. on this one yeah yeah all right. Well, there you have it. Uh, if you want Tony, though, you got to go get his expert picks at picksandparleys.net. So when we're done here, you can do that. All right. Let's move along. Alabama at Texas A&M. Uh, Alabama gave up 31 points against uh, Ole Miss. They are 5-0, and though. Texas A&M, the Aggies, they're 3-2. They won the last game out against the Razorbacks. Uh, let's see, who did we start with last time? Craig, let's be fair. Oh, no, it was Tony last time. Let's go down to uh, Craig. Well, I've actually covered this one. Uh, if you go over to YouTube, you can actually get the full breakdown, but I'll make it really quick and then let Tony take over. I like the under here. I just think uh, Bama gave up all those points last week. That is exactly what Nick Saban would like, even when he gets a win. Now it's a teaching point. I think you're going to see a much better defense, Texas A&M, at home. I think they'll they'll bring their defense as well. Let's take the under 61 here. Under 61 it is. And Mr. Tellers. Yeah, you made the, the point right off the bat there, Nick. Nick Saban is not like giving up 31 points to anybody, especially Ole Miss, who has been a nemesis of his. But I'm going to go ahead and lay the 17 with Alabama because I like the quarterback play from 2 uh, over 70% completion rate. And one thing when I've seen these games in the past, it just looks to me that Texas A&M just does not match the size of Alabama. And I know uh, we've seen A&M in, in some really tough uh, games here against Clemson and, and Auburn. And I didn't like the way they looked against Auburn, especially handling that run game. And you got a more balanced offense here from Alabama. I'm going to go ahead and lay the points in this one. 
You're going to lay the points. Well, let's have a look. The over is 3-0-1 for Alabama in their last four conference games. And uh, the Aggies, 11-3 against the spread in their last 14 home games. So a little bit of food for thought there. So eat up and go over to picksandparlays.net and get all of our free picks and expert picks. It's all there for you. Uh, let's move on to the next game. It's Penn State at Iowa. Penn State are 5-0. But have they played anyone that good? That's the question. Uh, is this going to be the first real test on the season for Sean Clifford? Iowa, 4-1, coming off a loss to Michigan. Uh, they're averaging 33.5 points a game, though. Uh, let's start with Tony T. All right, Nick, I'm going to go ahead and take the points here with Iowa plus 3.5. It's a real low total here. I'm seeing 42. But this is a spot where Iowa thrives in home, in prime time. We've seen this program step up with huge efforts. I was impressed with their defense uh, last week, calling the Wolverines to only 10 points. But, you know, Penn State really steps up in class here. This will be the best defense they've seen, you know, in their highest profile game. They only got past Pitt by seven uh, at home. And, of course, you got to respect that win by Iowa on the road in, against a rival in Iowa State. Of course, uh, Penn State entering the season not very experienced here. They're going to go into a hostile road environment here. Hawkeyes here take the points. All right, Hawkeyes take the points. Craig, is that how you see it? Well, actually, this is my Big Ten game of the week. I really like this one. You can get it for $37.99 at picksomeparlays.net. I think this one's going to be an easy winner. Also, don't forget, if you haven't done so all weekend long, we've got a big sale, $50 off our two-for-one expert sale. So go underneath the premium picks, drop down there, and click two-for-one. Get a seven-day pass for just $179. That's $50 off the regular price. Wow, that's a great deal, Craig. And uh, if you're planning on uh, placing a few wages this weekend... You always want to give yourself the best information you possibly can, and there's no better place than picksandparlays.net. All right, let's go. Next up, Michigan State at Wisconsin. Michigan State 4-2. and two. They're struggling defensively, definitely. Uh, Wisconsin, though, 5-0, and oh, unbeaten, coming off of 48 to nothing. Should we say 48-0, just to make everyone feel good, uh, route of Kent State. Uh, let's start with you. I believe the points total is 41 on this one. Tony, you go first. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take the points here with Michigan State plus 10 and a half. One thing Michigan State does is they do defend the run very well, and that's the strength of Wisconsin. And they really had issues getting points on Northwestern scoring only 24. If you just key their running back, Taylor, I think that's what Michigan State's game plan will be in forcing the pass. And I'm not quite sure if uh, they can get the job done vertically here on this Michigan State defense. Of course, uh, Wisconsin, a really run-heavy team, uh, 46 times a game. They threw on average 25 passing Expect a lot of down and distance on third down, and that plays right in the hands of this Michigan State defense. You know, when we saw Northwestern with an ineffective backup quarterback push across 15 on the Badgers, well, let's face it, you know, Wisconsin, they don't possess the speed of the Buckeyes here. I think the Spartans can play with them, keep it close. I'll take the points here, Michigan State plus 10 and a half. All right, awesome stuff. Let's go, Craig. Well, I think this one is a right where it should be, that line. I mean, I, was, I always try to set the lines myself, and then I look and see where they end up. And I thought this one should be right at 10. We see it 10, 10 and a half, depending on where you look at it. I just think this one, you have to look to the total. I think it's a much safer play. I think it's a way lower scoring game. Even a low total here listed at 41. I think this one goes well under the total. I think Michigan State, if they're going to win, they have to win ugly at Wisconsin. And I think they will stack the box, stop that run. And I think that will keep this game very low scoring. Let's take the under 41 Michigan State at Wisconsin. All right, Craig will take the under. All right, next game. Uh, this is a uh, game of two top 10 teams. Florida at LSU. Florida a 6-0. and 
coming off a 24-13 victory uh, against uh, Auburn and LSU coming off a 42-6 routing of rooting almost. It's even worse than a routing of Utah State. Uh, gentlemen, let's start with you, Craig Trapp. Well, a heck of a game uh, in, in the SEC here, of course. LSU has been super impressive this year, of course, known for their defense in years past. But Coach Orgeron, of course, made the, the change and now a much more wide open offense. Joe Burrow has been amazing. I, nobody's really talking about him for Heisman. I think he definitely should be in the top five for Heisman because without him, I mean, they would have lost to Texas for sure. I think this is a high scoring game, much higher than the totals even suggested 55 and a half, which who would think Florida and LSU would be high scoring. But I'm going to take Florida here at 13 and a half. As good as LSU has been, their defense has been on the field so much and they've been giving up points. So let's take Florida, almost two touchdowns. Let's take the Florida Gators as the underdog here in SEC action. All right, Tony, tell us you've got oh, 45 seconds. Go. All right, button heads here with Craig. Going to go ahead and lay the points here. LSU minus 13. Uh, it's a tough spot here for Florida coming off a physical test against Auburn at home. It's an emotional victory. Now they're going on the road to face LSU, who I think is the best team in college football. LSU is home. The site matters. Joe Burrow and company get the job done. Accurate passer, 78% completion rate, 22 touchdowns, three picks. And, of course, uh, Florida, a backup QB here in this spot. I'm going to go ahead and take the, lay the points here with LSU. All right, so, Tony, you're going to lay the points with LSU. All right, folks, if you missed any part of these picks, we will, of course, recap them in the next segment. want to thank our expert handicappers, Craig Trapp and Tony Tellers, and just remind everybody uh, that we've got loads of free picks from both Tony and Craig and Sean, who you saw earlier, and Chip Chirimbus, and all of our expert stable of quality handicappers. You can find them all at picksandparlays.net. All right, we're going to step aside, take a break, gather our thoughts. When we come back, I will give you a recap of every one of the picks we've had for the whole hour. So stay tuned. Be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the show. Just a reminder, we're with you each and every week day, I would say week afternoon. If you're on the East Coast, it's 4 p.m. Eastern. It's 1 p.m. Pacific on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. That's Monday through Friday. Uh, we like to give you all the sports betting talk you need, as well as loads of free picks. Speaking of which, we had, oh, an absolute plethora of them today. So let's recap what our expert handicappers advised you to do today. Uh, let's start with Chip Chirimbus. Uh, with the baseball Rays at Astros, he said, take the Rays, plus 262. And he had some college football picks. He said, for Hawaii at Boise State, take the over 60 and a half. And Utah at Oregon State, take Oregon State, plus 14. Uh, then we had Deshaun, Deshaun Higgs, with his NFL picks. Texans at Chiefs, take the Texans, plus four. Cowboys at Jets, we were taking the Cowboys, minus seven. And the Lions at Packers take the Lions plus four. Uh, then we had our patented college football rapid fire, Craig Traps. Here, here are his picks. We had Oklahoma at Texas take Texas plus 16. Michigan State at Wisconsin take the under 41. Uh, USC Notre Dame take USC plus 10 and a half. And Penn State at Iowa, well, that's his big 10 game of the week. Got to get it at picksandparlays.net. Tony T's college football picks. Michigan State at Wisconsin, take Michigan State plus 10.5. Penn State at Iowa, take Iowa plus 3.5. And USC and Notre Dame, take Notre Dame the favorites at minus 
10 and a half. Those are our picks for the day. Just a reminder, you can find us on picksandparlays.net. We're also on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. We're really everywhere you want to be. And we're here Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Once again, I'm Nick Gieber. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. I'll be back with you tomorrow. We're going to have our NFL rapid fire. If you are worried about missing that, that is going to be tomorrow. Until then, have an absolutely great evening. Enjoy the sports betting. Bet responsibly. And remember, bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.